0: Hey, from New Jersey, it's the SNL Nerds, a show with two comics from New Jersey, nerd out, about Saturday Night Live. I'm your co-host, Darren Patterson. And I'm your co-host, John Trumbull. John Trumbull, how are you? Labor Day weekend, sir. The official end of summer. It's here. hmm It's 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 here in in our presence. How about that? How are
1: you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm okay. I, w- I went to a little uh, social event yesterday. Our producer, uh, our super producer, Frank Oblowy, had a little event over at his place. Um, oh, I, I went soiree. Ate, ate a whole bunch of food. Ate so much food. Oh. Like hamburgers and hot dogs and corn on the cob. And, oh. and th- th- there oh. was like a little chocolate fountain fondue thingy. And yeah.
0: Oh. Nom 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 nom. Lots of delicious.
1: food. Lots of food. What about you? You, well, you well, haven't you doing anything big deal thing for Labor Day weekend?
0: No. <laughs> I'm just okay. Uh, you know hanging I I know I wish I had more exciting plans to tell you like oh yeah, we're gonna go off to Fiji and uh, hang glide and or whatever. And uh, yeah, no, I'm probably just gonna you know, sit around the house and you know scratch my butt and watch some movies, okay, so well you know. thanks
1: for that mental image
0: you no you're welcome, sir. you're welcome, listeners, so now you yeah you have that now you know how uh the the big dog podcasters like myself party on the uh, Labor day weekend,
1: yeah, yeah, so uh, we're gonna do this is like a little different from our usual format uh there was some s n l news that dropped this week, and we decided instead of watching. A uh, another SNL movie, although we got more of those in the works for the remainder of the summer, uh, we decided to just mm-hmm. do a, sort of a SNL State of the Union and talk about some of the cast departures that were just recently announced and what this means for the upcoming season. So we're we're going to talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh boy, this is. I think this news dropped on. We're well, recording on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This news dropped, I believe, Thursday. And uh, yeah, like it was—it's official now. Uh, Melissa Villaseñor, mm-hmm. Aristotle Latari, and uh, Mr. Alex Muffin not returning to Saturday Night Live. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, shot—really sh- surprising. Uh, well, all of I these mean, things. well, I mean,
1: some were, some, some more surprising. surprising than some are like, well, yeah, we kind of saw that coming. I. I definitely saw Melissa coming because I saw that she had posted some stand-up tour dates on Twitter and there were dates in November Ooh. in there so I was like, "Oh, I guess she's not coming back." Uh because yeah, you you wouldn't book November stand-up dates if you were still on SNL. Um
0: Yeah, I think somebody I think somebody pointed that out to on uh, SNL Twitter, which I mm-hmm. I follow religiously where Like, uh, somebody saw that, you know, what you just said, and I think one of the clubs, I forget which club it was, when uh, they promoted her being at their club, it said, Melissa Villaseñor, uh, SNL alum. (laughs) I think somebody saw that, and they were like, whoa, 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 alum? Is she leaving? Yeah, And this is like, this was like a few days before it was official. Well, I
1: mean, uh, uh, Melissa... We, we kind of saw this coming. This has kind of been in the works for a couple years. It feels like a couple seasons because she has a couple times uh, vented a little bit on the social media that she's not been entirely happy there and that, she, you know, she wasn't getting the opportunities that she wanted or was hoping for. And so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe it wasn't the best fit. She's been on the show like six seasons, which I find amazing because I still think of her as sort of a newish person.
0: I've, yeah, and I, well, I think that speaks to yeah. uh, her not getting a good amount of uh, airtime on the show. I mean, she yeah. was there. Uh, I wrote it down. She so she joined in 2016, which I believe was season 42, and uh, she joined the show at the same time as Alex Moffat and Mikey Day. Uh-huh. And it's like if you think about it, like you think of all the times you've seen Melissa in sketches and Alex or. Mikey and sketches, and you realize, oh, they've all been there around the same time. And I've seen Alex and Mikey and way more than I've seen they, Melissa, they got much part of the more problem.
1: established on the show. But I mean, yeah, I don't know if that's an entirely fair comparison because I mean, let's face it, white dudes are always going to be on the show more. You know, the, Ooh, we always right. need somebody to play those senators. <laughs> I mean, you right. know, those Trump twins aren't going to play themselves. Uh, that's- Tell it brother. Yeah, I mean Melissa, great impressionist, but she just is you know a bit of a square peg in a round hole, if it feels like. So she was she was yeah. always gonna be like an otter fit. She wasn't I don't think she was ever going to be like a Kate or a Cecily, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and okay, I'm not, right, I'm let's, not let's saying break. that
1: is any sort of knock on Melissa at all. At all. I mean No,
0: not all. She's great, she's commerciously talented. I, I, Right. No, I I understand what you're saying. Uh, well here, l- well let's let's talk about this too, because like I just noticed that she actually uh tweeted about this on social media about her leaving. Or, like, okay. Her see, I statement. was wondering.
1: I I hadn't done a lot of investigation on this, so I didn't know if any of them these three had made an official statement yet.
0: Yeah. So uh, on Twitter, and we retweeted it on our uh, on our Twitter page at SNL Nerd Show. I don't. She tweeted that. Us around. <laughs> you bastard. No, actually, uh, actually, yes, no, this
1: me. is 100% true. I follow it, and it never shows up on my feed. I never see the SNL Nerd Show account unless I, like, specifically search for it. And I don't know what that's about. We follow each other, We so may- you would think it would show up in mm-hmm. my feed, but no.
0: We may have muted you. We may have blocked you. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that okay. you know, All right. and see, we'll see what's up. All right, let's, let's hear what uh,
1: Melissa has to say.
0: All right, so she tweeted us around uh, midnight last night. Okay. Well, um, oh, this is always the great so says,
1: time to tweet about <laughs> your work situation right. is midnight on a Friday. Right. Or on a Saturday.
0: <laughs> nothing nothing bad ever happens after midnight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all gravy. All right, so she said, uh, Oh, my sweet fans, my Melissa Monsters, I know that's Sa. Uh, me leaving the show, but I felt this was my soul telling me it's time to spread my wings. Lots more for me to dig in and discover what an honor to experience my kid dream. What an honor forever. Grateful. Okay. And then uh, yeah, she also goes on to say in another tweet, people ask me what's next. What's next. I'm like, chill, man. I'm going to be proud for a while, travel, enjoy life, do more volunteer work. Hmm. Spend time with my family. From there, art blooms.
1: Okay. All right. So she's recharging the so, batteries
0: a little bit, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and, right, that's, well, uh, and that's
1: fine. You're entitled to do that. I mean, because SNL has just got to be such a freaking grind in doing that show for six years. I mean, that's that's longer than like people like Belushi and Bill Murray have been on the show. So... Yeah, I mean it's weird when you think when you put it that way, but it it's a hundred percent true.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, very much so. All right, well, so let's uh, uh let's talk about each cast member who left I- I individual. Yeah. We'll start with Melissa. Well, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, like so, I, I looked around on on the Twitters and the Facebooks, and yeah, the the consensus is, it seems like they just really didn't know the writers. They really didn't know how to write for her, or like yeah. they didn't know how to make best. I guess, use of her talent, which is uh-huh. uh, super disheartening. I mean, she had a few breakout moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a good thing uh, AOC came on the scene because, like, now she was there to play AOC.
1: Yeah, uh, That's going to be Cecil mean...
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, hmm, okay, here we go.
1: She's the Dirk here. Uh, I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's ego, but I mean.
1: I I don't see that happening.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, she had great impressions. She did, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, but, like, the thing is, I noticed, like, her impressions were never, like, the main focus of of a sketch. They were always kind of. I remember
1: one sketch that she had early on where it was her in bed with. Uh, her, her character's boyfriend. It might have been Alex in this. And, and they were trying to do, like, dirty talk. They were, she was trying to do characters. But she was doing, like, characters like her Wanda Sykes impression. And, <laughs> you know, he was just like, no, yeah. this is not hot. This is uh, And that was a good showcase for her impressions. I think impressionists always have a bit of a tougher time on the show. You know, unless, unless you're, like, an impressionist who, who does people who are in the news a lot, like James Austin Johnson.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. But like, I don't know, part of me just thought they should just wrote a sketch around her impressions. I mean, they did that with, uh, you know, Jay Farrow. We all remember his Denzel Washington impression because they just wrote a sketch around it. Yeah. And uh, we remember that about um, I don't Daryl Hammond when he did Trump or when he did Schwarzenegger or, you know, Bill Clinton. It just kind of wrote. Around the impression. But and unless it's I feel somebody
1: like, in politics, it's tough to do that. I mean, even like Chloe Fineman, she's an, another incredible impressionist, and we don't get too, too many sketches showcasing her impressions. There was, like, one towards the end of last season where she was imitating people from the show, and then she did her Elizabeth Olsen, and then the real Elizabeth Olsen came on. That was during the Benedict Cumberbatch show. Um, but, I mean, even Chloe doesn't mm. get, like, a huge showcase for her impressions, I think.
0: So... Oh, well, I mean I don't I don't know if that's true because like there was that Drew Barrymore sketch she was in the pre tape mm-hmm. okay. where she where uh, yeah she did her Drew Barrymore impression and then she did Drew Barrymore interviewing her Reese Witherspoon impression. So she got two impressions there, and then she mm-hmm. did Drew Barrymore in, interdu- um, interviewing Nicole Kidman. So there's like three Yeah, impressions well, I, okay, she got I'm, in not,
1: there. I'm not saying it never happens, I'm just saying it's more the exception than the rule.
0: I guess so, and I think also with um, with with Chloe, I think what she did was a little bit smarter about it. Was she debuted the impression on like Instagram and TikTok, mm-hmm. and so then like there was a buzz for it. Like the real Drew Barrymore saw it, and the real Reese Witherspoon saw it. It was like, oh, this is a great impression. So like after the after she bu- was able to build that buzz, then she was able to be like, all right, there's people talking about it. Let's let's write a sketch for me for this. Yeah.
1: I think, and I yeah.
0: think that. I think that might have been part of the problem with Melissa. Like, like she did not advocate for herself
1: enough? You think?
0: Like I, I she, don't think she wasn't say...
1: savvy with the social media stuff.
0: Maybe it seems like she's more of a you know kind-hearted, laid-back personality. Where she's like, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm here. I do all these impressions. I hope, uh, yeah, hope I get one on." Whereas with SNL, like, you famously have to be a little bit more savvy, even a little bit more ruthless. order to get your stuff on i mean it can be cutthroat
1: and you definitely do have to speak up for yourself because nobody nobody else is going to speak up for you like you're going to speak up for you and 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 we are in a different world now where cast members they have their own they have other avenues to promote themselves like like tiktok or instagram or twitter or 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 youtube or whatever i mean they're they have other ways of, of doing that. And, yeah, maybe Chloe was a little more savvy with that stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, like, Melissa did have her moments. I mean, the Dot Parton thing when, yeah. when we conducted it. I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was going to be a thing to, like, catapult her and like to the next level. But it, I don't know. It really didn't. There and were also even other— Even that, I
1: know she had to, like, sort of try for weeks or months to try and get that on the show. And when— um like towards the end of the season when they had, uh, when, when she did that talk show sketch with, um, uh, what's her face? Oh, from... uh, uh,
0: Selena Gomez.
1: Yeah. With Selena Gomez. When she did that, apparently that was something she'd been trying to get on the show forever. And, and I think we said at the time, it felt like they were kind of throwing Melissa a bone at the end of the season.
0: Yeah. I think that it's like, she has moments where like you see, Oh, there's something there. Like, um, there was she did like a really quick Sarah Silverman impression in one mm-hmm. sketch. That was really good. I wish they did more with that. I don't know uh, that. Wow. Exactly. So that's the problem. Like the Lily Tomlin impression on on the Muppets.
1: Yeah. Sketch.
0: Yeah. Or the Yeah, that was really good. The Kristen Wiig impression.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: the Kristen Wiig impression. Uh I don't know, like I don't know why they just couldn't write a it's, whole thing about it. Like it's I remember such
1: a weird alchemy to the show. Cause like you have people who are like really, really talented. And then for whatever reason they don't hit big on the show. And I don't, I don't know if you, you can't have like every single cast member hit. I mean, there are, there are some people who are just going to be utility yeah. players. And I feel like that's just kind of what Melissa turned out to be, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Like there were moments where I thought were like, they're mostly on weekend update. I think that's where she really showed her talents. Like, mm-hmm. um, we remember, she, she was the uh, with Riley Jensen, the kid genius, where it was mm-hmm. her and Heidi. I thought that was pretty good. That part, was it good. seems like um, a lot of
1: stand ups, like the a lot of the cast members who come out of stand up, they they seem to break on weekend update because that's the closest format outside of like the monologue, of course, to doing stand up because you're just, you're just there behind the desk and you're addressing the audience and you're telling jokes. And a lot of people can like retrofit bits from their act. In the show and they can right. break out that way so it's not too surprising yeah, I think that she had know, some of her biggest successes on update i think
0: yeah i mean that's how pete got broke you know sort of broke out and just mm-hmm. too yep uh i mean sarah the, the caesar per- yeah oh right yeah sarah sarah sherman of course mm-hmm. uh i mean the caesar perez where uh collins Joe's driver that part i thought i thought she was great there uh there was that one sketch I really liked, not sketch, but the Weekend Update segment that I thought that we'd see more of, um, where she was like every teen suspect, murder, girl murder suspect from Law and Order. I remember that. I thought that was, that was funny. I thought that was really interesting. That, that was a yeah, funny, I, uh,
1: that was a funny idea. That was a funny premise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, I don't know. It, it, it is one of those things where it just seems like the writers didn't know kind of quite how to... What to do with her. And I don't know, part of me thought maybe the writers didn't really want to know. Maybe they just figured, well, I'll just write for somebody else that, you know, like Kate or 80, who will more likely get on, you know, I, on the I show. I feel like she get might on. have, have had a bit
1: an easier time of it if there had been more people in the writer's room who shared her background.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, for sure. I think that's it. Or, I, like I don't, I don't know the exact
1: or... breakdown of the writers' room at SNL, but I'm guessing it's still a whole lot of white dudes from Ivy League schools. So, yeah, they're not necessarily you know. going to know how to write best for Melissa. So.
0: Right. So this is on you, writers. Yeah. You failed Melissa. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. We're calling you out here on the SNL Nerds podcast. D-
1: Darren's calling you out. <laughs>
0: Right. I oh oh I see. It's supposed to be back me up, homie.
1: No, no, Almost I, like I, that now. No, white white dude solidarity. Uh,
0: Damn, <laughs> we're
1: di- we're divvying this podcast along racial lines now.
0: <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> it's coming.
1: Four years in.
0: <laughs> Damn, son.
1: So I mean, that's I I'd, I'd say. The other person who is not surprising out of this bunch who are leaving is was Aristotle Atari. Uh yeah, I, th- I think right, everybody could this. see this coming.
0: Yeah, this was uh this was heartbreaking. This is I mean, I, mean we all- I
1: do not know what happened. I mean, it's it's just it's bizarre. I've never seen somebody disappear that thoroughly in their first season, you
0: know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and also, like, this isn't like, uh, if I can compare it to somebody else, this isn't like a Lauren Holt situation. Where, like, where right. Lauren Holt, she, I mean, she, was, she barely got on. There yeah. were times when she was on and she didn't even have lines. Yeah. And, like, the one time that she got, like, a weekend update uh, went on, it didn't really hit and it didn't do that well. So, with her, I, I was like, all right, I can see it's not working. Right. But with Aristotle... He got stuff on. He got characters on, and right. the characters worked. People liked them. I mean, Laughing Tosh Three Thousand. It a, was a great weekend update um, segment, and that was adapted and, uh, from his
1: act. He did that. I saw a segment yeah. that he did that at, um, at you know, one of the one of the comedy festivals, and you you the they revised revise the character a bit, like they they did a makeup thing for him and. You know, made it made it look cooler. Basically, I think he just had like, right, a screen exactly. around his head before. But um, yeah, I mean, he, like did cardboard box, he did that. He did says. the singer character, Angelo. Um, Angelo, whose whose name I was blanking on. I mean, and that did well. And then it's like, did he run over Lauren's dog? What happened? I don't know. But it seemed <laughs> it seemed like Lauren was gunning for him.
0: <clears throat> it really was like the first the first half of the year he was there, Mm -hmm. he was doing well. He was getting on here and there. Yeah. Uh, he was getting lines. He, he got, like you said, Angelo, which people really connected to and really liked, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like a fully realized character. It was something that could have been like a Halloween costume. I feel like that Angelo could have really been the next big sort of repeat reoccurring character. He had a catchphrase ready to go. People liked it. Even, um, when LCD Sound System performed on SNL, the, the lead singer said, uh, you know, thank you for this at the end of his performance. He even, like, yeah. worked in an Angelo reference into his song. So I was thinking, oh, all right, this is the next character. This is taking off. And then around Christmas time, something happened. And then come January, February, he is barely there. Like, he is barely in sketches. Not even popping up where... as, like, a waiter.
1: Or, or, you know, any of the walk-on roles yeah. that you see somebody do in their first year. he It was just, I think I've said, like, his picture should have been on milk cartons.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's bizarre, it
1: was... especially when you consider that the other two featured players who started this year, uh, James Austin Johnson, the cold-open kid, and Sarah Sherman, they had two of the best first years ever. I mean, they, they yeah, both did the so th- well, I would not be surprised to see both of them bumped up to, to – you know,
0: regular cast members. Agreed. Same. I I
1: agree. And then Aristotle, by
0: contrast, just gone. It's it's just weird. Like, not even... Like you said, like, not even... Like, even in scenes where there were, like, a ton of people where they could have easily just thrown him in there and just given him a line, Mm -hmm. they didn't. And it was... It's so weird. Like, he had... The momentum was building. He was getting less. he was doing the work and yeah. then just and then he was just, just left out, out of me
1: i don't i don't know i it 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 feels like it had to be personal somehow almost i mean i know it probably wasn't but
0: it feels very conscious you know very much so like i I don't know. That that that, that one was baffling. I it's, mean, it's, it's
1: perplexing, but not unexpected. It's just perplexing in the context of his whole his whole tenure there. I mean, because he was he, he was doing very well for half a season and then just boom, gone.
0: Right. I mean, Aristotle Atari, if you want to come on this podcast and just just, you know, clear the air. Just you're you're more than welcome to be on the SNL Nerds podcast and just like tell your side of the story. We're here for you. Just air all the dirty laundry, please, because it is this is like one of the greatest unsolved mysteries of our time. I think, like, yeah. what the hell happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, unfortunately, Robert Stack is no longer with us, but I think we we should get unsolved mysteries revived and and get on this.
0: Absolutely, like you know, we get it's... who can who can fill out a trench coat. We, we, need, we need somebody that can know. fill out a trench coat and yeah. step out of a smoky alleyway uh, for this big unsolved mystery. Yeah.
1: And, you know, we need we need bad reenactments of his time mm. on SNL. You know, just an, an actor who looks vaguely like Aristotle to be made up as as the Laugh Tron 3000. And
0: yes, you know, I mean, I, I could play Keenan.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, take your glasses off and then, boom, you're Keenan. That's right.
0: All right now. uh, (laughs) That's that's my Keenan.
1: Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So I I don't
1: know if there's much else to say about Aristotle, though, because it's it's just so perplexing the way he he just kind of petered out there.
0: Yeah, like it's, it was one of those things where, uh, when I posted up the news on my Facebook page about the people that uh, were leaving the show, I noticed in the comments, like, more than one person was like, Who, Who is Aristotle Atari? Yeah, I've I never it. heard of Aristotle. I was like, That, and that, yeah. that right there is the problem. He
1: hadn't, he hadn't permeated the public consciousness at all. Yeah, because yeah you know I mean, maybe, I feel maybe like if James he started Blossom's... dating a kardashian maybe that's what he should have done he should have he should have started feuding wow. with kanye and dating a kardashian mm. and getting engaged to ariana grande because god knows pete davidson's not doing any of that stuff anymore Ooh, maybe, maybe he's boy, still feuding oof. with kanye i don't know i don't keep track but um... yeah I, I, yeah Ooh, <laughs> and the, and take, the wonderful thing is go. i no longer have to keep track I no longer right. have to care about who Pete Davidson is dating. And I love that. I'm I mean, I am just I, I am I am thrilled <laughs> that
0: it, it's over I can be completely
1: indifferent to Pete Davidson's dating life once again. I mean I basically was before, but now I I really don't have to care. And and that yeah. is so freeing.
0: <laughs> now you don't have to give a fuck. Exactly. I don't <laughs> have to give a fuck. Fuck, fuck! <laughs> I just see you like throwing all your Pete Davidson memorabilia and tabloid news clippings just right in the dumpster. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's ex- exactly an accurate representation of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just fuck all this. Yeah.
1: So Toss. I don't know. Is there is there much else to say about Aristotle? I don't I don't think there is. Uh,
0: no, I don't think so. I mean, I you know we wish him nothing but the best, and yeah. like uh, I. I just, I I really hope, like, he'll, some, like, s- something happens where we get to the bottom of this, like, because it is really perplexing. I, I I mean, I'm really like kind of fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's, we're not going to hear anything close to the full story until, like, maybe a couple years down the road. He's going to be interviewed Probably. in conjunction with some other project, you know, and hopefully he'll have, he'll be in something else that's a hit or a success of some kind, and then he'll you know and and it'll just be a footnote in his career so yeah
0: i don't know. he he deserved better i'll yeah. say that he deserved better
1: yeah it's always it's okay. just always so weird to just look at the show and see who hits and who doesn't cuz it it isn't really like the super talented people are the the ones who hit and the untalented people are the ones who don't it's it's not like that it's much more arbitrary and random than that
0: yeah, and there there are people that haven't hit on SNL that gone on to have fine careers. You know, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Jenny Slate. Yeah, I mean it happens. Sarah Silverman. So, you know, uh, um, yeah, Silverman. It's um, it's it's very possible that you could be a really talented, you know, hilarious person, but just your form of comedy is not conducive to the way the snl machine works yeah i mean it happens
1: or or it's just bad timing like you're the right person Mm. on in the wrong year like janine garofalo was like that i think under the right circumstances janine garofalo would have been amazing on snl ben stiller would have been great on snl um but you know neither one of them lasted especially long but i think they both had enough success in their careers that they proved i mean it's it's not because they were bad on the show you know maybe the show wasn't right able to service them well
0: so that service <laughs> oh, okay.
1: but i mean i think i think the really surprising announcement out of this bunch is is alex moffat leaving because this one yeah this yeah. was a shocker yeah i mean he's he's somebody who's been on the show for quite a while he's been on the show for six seasons uh just like melissa but much more established on the show, and he, he's somebody I, I think of as, as one of the mainstays of the show. So he he's somebody I'm really going to miss. I think out of this bunch, I will definitely miss Alex the most.
0: Yeah, like, uh, you know, for a you know, long-time listener to this podcast, you know that when he first came on the scene, we jokingly confused him with Mikey Day numerous times, calling him Alex Day and Mikey Moffat.
1: Yeah, and, that, you that, know, was, that was a like, joke. That joke precedes the podcast a little bit. I think we'd mostly, we'd mostly given up that joke by the time we started the podcast. I think we were doing. Oh, did we? We were doing that much more on Facebook than I think we ever did on the podcast.
0: Oh wow! I Maybe we've been doing this podcast so long. So. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which end from up anymore. Yeah, we do, we're doing this podcast. Well, yeah, the joke.
1: The joke was because it was like uh, Mikey Day and Alex Moffat. They started at the same time. We we joked that they were two anonymous white guys and we couldn't tell them apart. And yeah, right. and there, there's always that, that period where you're kind of learning who the new cast member is, like just both associating the name with the face and learning what they do. And so we were learning that at, uh, with, with two uh, you know, white guys <laughs> at, the, at the same time. So yeah. the joke was we were mixing them up. Cause, yeah, like, and that was also around you know, one of the periodic times where SNL was getting a lot of flack for not being diverse enough.
0: Right. So, and that's because Melissa came on around that same time, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted some uh, Latina representation. Mm-hmm. But and also uh, Mikey and Alice were kind of paired together quite a bit. You know, they yeah. were in uh, uh, Eric Trump and Don Jr. Yeah. There was a time where there was the, were a the one thing as, um... I miss
1: about the Trump administration is is those two popping up as the Trump boys, because yeah. I love that. They I... were... they 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 made such a meal out of that. That was that was wonderful. That was one of the best things of that era.
0: Right, no, I I agree. Like I like that's gonna like oh I'm gonna miss Eric Trump. Yeah. But yeah, they were doing that. There was like that one scene uh in the the Grouch pre take where there were Bert and Ernie.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Very funny. There was
0: one. Yeah, yeah. There was one weekend update where they were um I believe Prince William and Prince Harry. Uh-huh. Like they got paired up quite a bit, but then yeah. like as the years went on they kinda kinda separated a bit more and became like, you know, you know, they're separate entities. Right. And like we, we're, we're then we were able to see like, oh, no, they're they both bring different things to the table. Like, you know, Mikey is a good straight man and he plays Incredulous really well. Yes. Uh, and Alex is more, you know, he's like more of a utility player and he plays he likes like a playing a guy. He, he
1: plays a lot of douches, uh, you know, like the guy yes. who just bought a boat. He, he enjoys playing yes. douchey characters. And and we we saw that in the movie that he was in that we reviewed on the podcast uh, the opening act, um, you know he he played a good cool. douchey stand up comedian in that.
0: Yeah, no, he was really good in that, and uh, yeah, I mean, and that's another reason why I thought he would stay on a little bit longer because like I think also he you know he got married and I believe he just had a kid last year, so I was like, oh, okay, well he's definitely staying. Like, and also. Uh-huh. When uh, when Beck left, we saw him getting even more, you know, screen time. Like he was True. playing, like yeah. you know, the you know middle class white guys, you know, middle American. He can play types. oblivious, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it's something as simple. I'm I'm seeing on Wikipedia that yeah, his first uh, child, daughter Everett, uh, was born in January 2021. I wonder if it's something as simple as he just wants to spend more time with his family and be there for the first few years of his daughter's life.
0: Very possible. Very possible. Or maybe well, he's yeah, completely career
1: oriented, and he's just like, "No, fuck this. I want to do movies." Uh, <laughs> I mean, who knows? I'm <laughs> I'm assuming it was his choice. I mean, because you usually don't yeah. stay on the show six years and don't get to choose the circumstances of your leaving. And I think the contract yeah, is, I, is generally a six year contract. So,
0: yeah, I I don't see him getting fired. Like, yeah, I, I mean, Aristotle probably got fired. Yeah, Melissa. Melissa probably got fired. Right. She I think it's Melissa's choice. I think
1: it's Molissa's choice.
0: All right, yeah, it was her choice. But yeah, Alex, I, I think it was Alex's. I guess it was Alex's choice because
1: he hasn't made any sort of official statement. I am assuming.
0: No, no, but okay. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't really surprise me. But then again, maybe that's the way to go out. Like when people are saying, "Oh, you are leaving," I mean, like I yeah. wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have mind if he stayed another year or two. No, but maybe I, that's... I.
1: I wasn't uh, sick of Alex at all. I I could have gone for you know yeah. another season or two of Alex, and it wouldn't have
0: seemed unusual.
1: Because I mean, people stay on the show longer these days.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he didn't want to overstay his welcome, and you get out while they still miss you. Yeah, is, was is the way to go.
1: I think I think that's a good way to do it. I think you know, always leave him wanting more. Uh, and yeah, it's. I, I do like it when they leave before I get sick of them.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it is a bummer. We'll, I'll, I personally will miss the uh, Terry Fink uh, uh, thing he did on Weekend Update where he played the uh, movie movie critic that, yes. that was high on, like, LSD or PCP. Yeah, Michael that Mac was... producing. Uh,
1: I think he did that just enough times. He, he did that enough times, and he spaced it out enough that, like, you had a chance to miss it and i i felt like guy who just bought a boat he drove into the ground a little bit i i never found guy who just bought a boat too terribly funny but they were kind of cleverly written when i when i go back and look at them now so even
0: that yeah I'm, like i think that's like, the that was all yeah, right yeah i think that's what i liked the yeah i think that's what i liked about guy bought a boat when it's like the rapid rapid fire uh, mm-hmm. jokes at, and, all, and all the jokes that would just cram in. So many
1: vagina crazy puns. Dark. So many vagina puns. Um, yeah. speaking so of, many. Speaking of cramming in. <laughs>
0: um, hey. Hey. Yeah. Happy uh, Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like as far as impressions go, he, I mean, he had some, I mean, his impressions weren't the, the strongest element, you know, like his uh, Anderson Cooper, his Mark Zuckerberg uh what is it the uh, tucker carlson mm-hmm. uh the chuck schumer was okay i like i like this chuck schumer oh
1: uh, yeah i enjoyed this um, chuck schumer and he, he always had the glasses you know way down on his nose and yeah i, th- I thought that was good you know like i said you always need yeah. those white dudes to play the senators <laughs>
0: yeah i mean like he was That's, gonna be uh, always gonna things. need that <laughs> <laughs> always gonna need, always, and we're always, always gonna have students.
1: old white senators. We we need a steady supply of white dudes coming onto SNL to play the senators.
0: God bless America. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and of course, I mean, he was he did play Joe Biden mm-hmm. maybe once or twice before uh, James Austin Johnson came in and sort of he got a bit over of a law deal role.
1: there. That was that was unfortunate. Um, and yeah, you know, but hey, he was a good enough sport to even pop up in that Biden sketch with uh, James Austin Johnson and um, uh, previous Biden. Oh, Sudeikis? Sudeikis, yeah. And, I mean, that's a good sport where he comes on where the joke is basically, yeah, my impression of Biden didn't really hit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, I mean, they could <laughs> have yeah, you easily be... gone to him and he could have easily just gone, look, no, screw you, I'm not doing that. But, no, he was like, oh, no, that's funny, let's do that. So, or yeah. maybe maybe he just legitimately didn't care. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, yeah. pretend I, mean, I know like... what is in Alex's head.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, he seemed like an all around good dude, like mm-hmm. uh, all around great actor and great like sort of utility player. So, yeah. I mean, it is yeah. a bummer he's leaving, but like I feel like, I, I guess this is this is the right time. I think, I well, think, I mean, yeah.
1: I will miss him on the show, but I mean, we've been saying for at least a couple seasons now that the show's cast is pretty overstuffed. And this these three folks leaving along with the four who left at the end of season 47. Um, That's seven cast members leaving. And that brings us down to what is it? Fourteen cast members overall.
0: Yes, we have uh, Jost and Che. Right. And uh, six men, six women. We got – let me see. We got Mikey, Keenan, Bowen, J.A.J., J., Dismukes, and uh, – oh, shoot. Chloe, uh, Heidi. Oh, Chris, Chris Red Yeah, Chris Redd. Yeah. Uh, Chloe, we got Heidi. We got Sarah Sherman. We got Punky. We're, mm-hmm. gonna, we're probably going to see more Punky, which is a, a good thing out of this. I'm honestly uh, and surprised Cecily's still that there.
1: apparently uh, Punky is – Still hanging on there because I was thinking like she would have been on the chopping block, and again, nothing against Punky. It's just you don't see her getting on the show too much, and she's like two years in, I think.
0: Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, she was getting about as much stage. She might even be getting like, a little bit more stage time than Aristotle, especially towards the end of his. Well, who was I was getting run, more stage like... time than Aristotle by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> john
1: trumbull i mean no literally i was on the show as much as aristotle and i'm not on the show so that's (laughs) not a good sign (laughs) yikes um Uh, yeah i mean punky's a little more you know she's like the stage manager on the uh the dion warwick show she's had a couple other things she's she's had a couple hits nothing like home run still but it's good to see, see her plugging away
0: yeah, she had that one sketch where she was like the therapist that was on the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. episode. I like that sketch quite a oh, bit. Oh yeah, so like, yeah. And I she was like, that. yeah, she was like anchoring that one down. I thought it was a good sketch. So mm-hmm. like, I think now that the playing field is you know been trimmed down a bit, like we will see her more. Because I mean, yeah, while it is a bummer that all these you know great cast members are leaving, part of me is a little like a little excited because you know for the longest time we've been saying oh, they, they, they need a shake-up. There's too many yeah. cast members. They need, we need a shake-up here. And, yeah. you know, well, lo and it. behold, it looks like we're, yeah. we're getting the shake-up. The shakeup is, is is upon us.
1: Well, I mean, let's face it. I mean, 21 cast members, it's a lot. I, I, that feels like too many to me. And I know Lauren likes having a deep bench and it also affords the cast members the opportunity to go off and work on other projects, like, you know, Cecily doing uh Kate doing the the Tiger King thing. Um,
0: but 80 uh, was finishing up uh, her show on Hulu.
1: Right. Sherelle. Um Yeah. Sherelle, yes. Yeah. You know, Pete Davidson takes six weeks off to be in like five <laughs> minutes of the suicide squad. I still don't get why that took so long. I still don't get that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we also, yeah, the- because uh, COVID, we had several cast members staying a little longer than they would have planned or what then they would have done under ideal circumstances i know 80 has said like i was kind of waiting for things to go back to normal but it never really went back to normal so finally i just decided to leave and and i I think that's that's fine i i totally get one to leave during a normal season or at the end of a normal season but then i think you know covid stuff has just gone on long enough it's like oh yeah no we're never getting back to normal so we may as well just leave
0: no this This is it. This is our new normal. This is it. (laughs) Enjoy it. I don't
1: know. I mean, do you think this is it? Do you think we're going to have sometime in the next month uh, a last-minute announcement that somebody else isn't coming back? Because, like, somebody like, say, Mm. Cecily Strong, I feel like it's totally up to her if she's leaving or not. And she's – I know she was doing Schmigadoon. I think she's taking more time off to do – More search for signs of intelligent life in the universe. I think I read she was doing that somewhere else. Uh, Maybe out in LA or something. Um,
0: Uh, Yeah, I think if anybody else leaves, it might be Cecily just because she's been there so long and Mm -hmm. she has all these other projects to do. She's been there for like about
1: a decade at this point. So, yeah.
0: But I don't see. Yeah, it is. Like, I don't see maybe maybe Justin and che because they've been talking about they have one foot right. in one foot out yeah yeah but other than but other than them i don't see anybody else leaving i'd be i'd be really surprised if anybody else left now yeah um oh also we should also mention uh we had somebody else leave uh, behind the scenes um oh, producer yes. Lindsay producer Lindsay shook who was uh on snl for 20 years yeah uh, left the started show as a talent as well.
1: booker on the show i believe right
0: Yes, uh, she was on the show in uh, two thousand two. She was Marcy Klein's assistant. Uh, then she was a assistant producer, co producer, and then she became um, she oversaw the talent department, mm-hmm. uh, produced a lot of SNL specials, uh, had a hand in getting Kristen Wiig an audition, and she was uh, integral in hiring Heidi and Vanessa Bayer. Wow! And I mean, um, that's yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. She, yeah, I actually, I, it is actually. I also looked this up. And uh, she she also dated Ben Affleck for a while, and a few news outlets kind of led with that, other than her other really? <laughs> accomplishments. I
1: I I hadn't heard that she had dated Ben. When did she date Ben Affleck? What year was this? Because like he, did, he uh, dates like, look. super famous people. He dates he dates like the Jennifer Garner's. He dates the Jennifer Lopez's. He he occasionally even marries the Jennifer Lopez's. Um, yeah, I think he, it was he I dated think it was, like somebody around Super famous, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Sometimes he'll date a normie yeah so, you know, he's down to earth okay All uh right. but yeah i think that uh, yeah but like i think it was like page six where they were like ben affleck's x uh leaves snl i was like guys she's done other stuff well they know their audience
1: you know page six that's that's what they do um
0: yeah that's I funny so. i hadn't heard so that. uh, uh but yeah yeah so it was like she's leaving uh yeah. the show and so now it's uh oh, yeah the, the data like around 2018 yeah and, um, so yeah, now that she's gone, like we're getting that shakeup now that yeah. we've been, uh, we've been craving for it. It's going to be a whole new, uh whole new ball game.
1: Yeah. huh I mean, uh, Keenan's never going to leave. I mean, it's, we're, we're, we're rapidly approaching the time. It's just going to be Keenan with a cast of cockroaches doing the show in, in like a post apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Keenan, he's coming up on 20 years on the show and, you know, if, if he's going to leave at any time, it'll be at around 20. He'll, he he'll like, hang on until yeah. season 50 and then maybe leave at the end of season 50. What's uh, up, y'all? Uh, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. he's, he's entitled. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Ego, I feel like she still has more to do. Uh, Chloe and Heidi, I, I think... You know, we'll really get to see them step up this year. Uh, now that absolutely Kate's not around and 80's not around, there'll be more opportunities for the ladies left on the show. That'll be nice. Um uh,
0: yeah, like Bowen. I, I mean, I definitely, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bowen's definitely gonna, we're gonna see more Bowen for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, more dismukes, I think. Andrew, Dismukes! happen.
1: Um, mukes. That's just so much fun to say. Uh, Andrew, is mukes. I just, I just hope he doesn't leave yeah, it yeah. just for that, just because I just enjoy that so much. Um, <laughs> uh, it'll be really uh, interesting to see if James Austin Johnson and Sarah Sherman get bumped up to regular cast. I feel like both of them deserve it at this point. You know, just, yeah, let them... They don't usually bump people up after the first year, but I feel like if anybody's proven themselves, I feel like those two have.
0: Yeah, I mean, James Austin Johnson was in the cold open anchoring the cold hope in last season and he did a mm-hmm. great job. I mean, that's yeah.
1: more, often that's unheard
0: than of for a first timer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, Sarah Sherman is really blowing up. Like I've talked to friends of mine who have said, yeah, I don't really keep up with SNL, but I have been because this Sarah Sherman person's like really something different. And so, yeah. I, she, and,
1: and I think that's why she made an impact. She has her own comedic voice. She has her own personality and, She's bringing a, a different comedic sensibility to the show, which is really cool to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I've—I mean, if both of them get bumped up, I, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get—I mean, do you think they're going to hire any more cast members? Like, uh, see, that's going to be we're gonna gonna get gonna more. See, featured?
1: if I—I I feel like Lorne, being Lorne, he is going to hire a couple more featured players, just to try mm. people out over the course of the season. Because I think, like I said, you know, Lauren he likes keeping a deep bench he's he's going to let people go to do outside projects once in a while uh he he's got to try out at least a couple people over the course of the year maybe maybe not immediately in the season but at least by mid-season we're going to see some new faces
0: yeah i think right now we don't need any new cast members but i think we're going to i it wouldn't surprise if if we got like maybe two or three new uh new faces yeah um yeah just uh like, like a spare like like a spare tire just just to have it i feel like <laughs> we're, of... we're, yeah
1: exactly you know in, in case of an emergency break glass and the, there's a new cast <laughs> member behind that that's you know lauren lauren's got a little chamber he's he's cloning them he's got like a whole boys in brazil yes. operation where he's just cloning new cast members
0: <laughs> um <laughs> uh, there's but... like a whole like yeah, does I call like a conveyor belt full of cast members? Yeah. You know, just like that, 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 that.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like we're definitely in Colin Jost and Michael Chase last season. I mean, I'm kind of surprised they haven't officially called it yet. Um, <laughs> because they have been doing yeah. that date for longer than anyone in the history of the show. Uh, they they exceeded right. yeah. Seth Meyers' record.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, part of me thinks it might be another COVID thing. Where
1: mm-hmm.
0: if COVID wasn't a thing, they probably would have checked out yeah. a little bit earlier. But I, I think. Well, and let's face it, Michael I Che think... is
1: half checked out.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I'm not, sa- I'm not saying this in
1: a critical way. I'm just like that's kind of his nature, <laughs> um, and yeah. also he's got his own his own show. He's got you know that damn Michael Che, which I still need to watch the second season of. Um, I I like the first one a lot, um, and he's a, he's a funny guy. Right, I, right, right. I like following him and and he's also like he can he can fall back on stand-up too and absolutely you know uh, colin he's he's got a wife and a daughter does he really need snl at this point not not particularly but
0: yeah he's got Joe's has stand-up and he has a black widow money so he's fine
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um so he's got natasha romanoff bucks (laughs) yeah he's he's got those romanoff rubles uh (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh but yeah like i've yeah now that you mentioned it yeah like i i really do think this is uh yeah. jose and chase last uh last i mean hurrah. if if they, like, if, us- they do- if they
1: usually made a switch that we can update mid season that's what i would predict but i know they usually don't unless something sort of catastrophic and really unexpected happens like you know norm mcdonald making fun of of uh oj murdering people oj uh <laughs> yeah. oh. you know and then suddenly, oh, suddenly, suddenly we we've got uh <laughs> uh colin quinn in there um mm. but oh boy yeah so i mean i feel like if they're starting out the season they're going to finish out the season
0: so yeah yeah i, I i'd agree with that i agree with yeah. that so uh, i wouldn't have predicted yeah, so I mean, that overall but that's
1: what it looks like it's going to be yeah i don't know do you
0: do you think anybody yeah.
1: else is going to announce leaving in the next month
0: i maybe cecily but that's it yeah if anybody else announces that they're leaving i'll be i'll be genuinely surprised
1: cecily seems like the most likely to leave um and i'm not saying she should and you know she i i'm not i'm god knows i'm not sick of cecily yet i think i still think she's one of the strongest people on the show she lives up to her last name um she's mm-hmm. you know she hits her out of the park pretty much every damn time and you know it's it's a good reason for us to get dogs on the show which which i'm always strongly in favor of um you're here yeah i i will miss her when she goes when she chooses to go but you know that that's a nice thing about being on the show for a long time is you get to choose how you leave so
0: absolutely um yeah so i guess that's it um Overall, it is a bummer that we're losing these three people. Some, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I feel like didn't get their shot. Uh, some people like, you know, Moffitt, I feel like they, they you know, they, they, they got more than their shot and they were able to show what they can do. They kind of yeah. left on a high note. I mean, I miss him. I miss him.
1: And, you know, hey, Alex Moffitt, if by some strange chance you are listening to this, you are also welcome to come on the podcast and tell us all about your SNL experience. Give it, we, we would love to give you an exit interview. Sir.
0: Right. Melissa, if you're listening, which I know you are, you, of course, are always welcome to give your thoughts on here on the SNL Nerd podcast.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, at least one of our followers said, hey, the first SNL podcast to score an interview with Melissa will become my favorite SNL podcast. And hey, we you know, we want that. No, no, no. She said that about Aristotle. That's it. Aristotle, because that would probably be the juiciest yeah he'd, he'd get, have he'd have the most get access all that, to grind <laughs>
0: yeah let's get all that dirty laundry yeah so that's the dream anyway
1: yeah i mean we right. we, we like we like interviewing cast members is what we're saying basically yeah absolutely yeah so, uh, and and you're under so no good. you're under no obligation to the show anymore you can you can say whatever the hell you want burn those bridges name names or or if you had a nice experience say that too it's not it's not as interesting it doesn't get us as many clicks but you know
0: hey whatever we want salacious shit we want the dirt we want mud we, we want to go viral
1: it. is what we're saying we want we want yes we want to do this interview we want to like drop the podcast episode and then we want to have that interview ripped off by a thousand different outlets there's like, on the SNL Nerds podcast, blah, 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 blah. And then we get, like, maybe two subscribers out of that. That's the dream.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because that's how things work now. That's how things work.
1: <laughs> Yay. That's how okay. things work. Things work.
0: Yeah, we're good at showbiz. <laughs> we uh, are. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we put out the word that we were talking about this here on the podcast, and uh, yeah, let's read some tweets. Right oh, away. we got
1: some tweets. Uh, cool. All right, we, I haven't seen did. these. Uh, this, this is going to be new to me.
0: Okay. Uh, well, friend of the podcast, Manette Maradi says, "Already said my feelings regarding Aristotle. Uh-huh. SNL needs to get their act together and restructure the writers' room. Oh, damn! that's where the because that's where the root of the problem is. Mm. The current head writers." The current head writers are stuck in the past and have no idea how to write for 20 years while also pursue, pushing 40 themselves. I guess maybe 20 year olds. So. Wow. And then hashtag Celestian for head writer. Okay. All right. Uh,
1: uh, who we who are the head board? writers now? I know, I know Joe's and Shea are head writers because, you know, the update, it's become kind of traditional for the update writers to be, right. to be head writers. Who else are the head writers right now? Is uh, Streeter is it, Seidel a head writer? Is it Streeter? If he's not, he should so. be, man. I mean, Streeter Seidel is one of the the people that I uh that I think is just consistently good. He's he's probably my favorite
0: writer on the show right now. Yeah, no, no. I believe it's Streeter. Or maybe uh Kensa or Brian Tucker. Okay. Let me I'll I'll do a little do a little research and, and find out the answer to that. And uh, we also see, got writers, another tweet from... Um, uh,
1: okay, wait, 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 we got? Okay, Gates and Streeter Seidel join Che, Justin and as head writers beginning with the Ariana DeBose episode. So we got five head writers right now. Good Lord. That's a, that's a lot, man.
0: It's a lot of head. It's a lot. Yeah. It's quite a bit. Okay. So who else we got? Yeah. Uh, We got Boardman Gets Paid, Mm -hmm. Hot Lion. I really think they dropped the ball with Melissa. She had all the quirkiness and she was amazing at impressions. They could have done a Dolly Parton talk show or Lady Gaga, middle school principal, or something. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this. And uh, yeah, again, that's like, I feel like they should have just written something, like a, a whole sketch just around her impression. Like I saw. Like, when she hosted the Spirit Awards, she mm-hmm. did, like, a, a sketch for it where it, she was doing, like, three of her impressions. And one of it was she did her John Mulaney impression. She did a Sarah a Silverman impression. And she did a Kate McKinnon impression that was really good. Hmm. And I was thinking, how come she hasn't done this Kate McKinnon impression on SNL where Kate McKinnon works? I, like, we I could have had dueling Kate ugh.
1: McKinnon impressions with her right? and, and Chloe.
0: Yeah. It, they could've done like a point counterpoint thing like uh Dennis Miller and Dana Carvey did. Yeah, yeah. Boom. That would have been funny.
1: Could have been. Coulda. Have, have, could have, have. Ugh. I what
0: could you I? gonna do? All right. It's a bummer. mood point, but, now. But uh Right? Mm. Thank you. Alright, uh, I think that's all the all the tweets we got. But um Yeah, I guess that's the episode, guys. Um yeah, we'll, well, we'll miss all these uh, cast members leaving, but, you know, we're, we're looking forward to uh, what SNL has, is going to be in the, in the new season, bigger and brighter futures, And we hope all of these cast members have bigger and brighter futures, and we wish them all nothing but the best.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, enough about yeah, yeah. them. What enough- about us? What about us? What's next on <laughs> our show?
0: Next on our show, sir. Well, we're uh, it's still summertime. The new season doesn't start until for like a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna do some movies. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some movies here, okay. and uh, we figure, well, uh, you know what's coming out soon. Yeah, a movie with Mister uh, Jonathan Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing a Conf- Confess Fletch. Confess so... Fletch.
1: This is interesting because it's it's sort of a revival of. I guess you could call it a franchise. Um, uh, Chevy Chase did uh, a movie, Fletch, back in the mid-'80s, I think like 85, and then he did a sequel a few years later, Fletch Lives. And those are both based on a series of novels by Gregory McDonald. And, uh, yeah, so we thought since there's a new Fletch movie out, and they've been trying to get like a new Fletch movie going for quite some time, uh we Ooh. we decided to go back and take a look at the original Fletch movie, the OG Fletch.
0: The Chevy Chase right. movie from
1: 1985.
0: Yes, so we're going to talk about Fletch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be fun. Like this was like one of uh, it's one of the Chevy's most memorable films. I feel like I feel yeah. like this film and like the National Lampoon's Vacation films yeah. are like two of the films that he's like most connected with. He said his, that uh, he
1: is like the proudest of those two. Movies. I think those are his favorites of his movies. So, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to take a look at that, and see how that holds up. So, yeah, and uh, looking forward to the new movie. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll check out uh, the new movie and we'll let you know what we think of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that's I believe that's going to be in theaters and on streaming September 16th, I -hmm.
1: believe. Yeah, I know it's the 16th. I forget what streaming service it is. You
0: okay, know, but we'll we'll let you know. what, we'll one of those one of those
1: that's uh, not blown itself up the way HBO
0: Max has. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, if we talk about that all day. I mean, what what the hell's going on over there? What
1: the hell are they doing? You, like, <laughs> you're not airing a Batman series. What the hell? What the hell? But okay. Uh, I, I digress. I but, I don't want to go yeah, on about that for the next half hour and, and <laughs> get I, my blood pressure worked out. Oh but...
0: yeah. I know. Just just. just but... Bottle up all that anger, my friend. Bottle it's it all It's dumb, up.
1: is what I'm saying. That's the bottom line.
0: It's dumb. It, okay. It's very dumb.
1: It's very dumb. But, dumb. You know, hopefully it'll land somewhere else soon.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's our episode, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. Thanks for, uh, you know, subscribing and following, leaving us awesome reviews. Please keep doing that. Please mm-hmm. uh, spread the word. Yep. Keep telling people about our little podcast here. You can follow us on Twitter, at SNL Nerds Show. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Darren Incredible that's D-A-R-I Incredible
1: yep and you can uh, follow me on Twitter and the social medias at Trumbull the that's T-R-U-M-D-U-L-L and yeah you know, just uh, give us a follow uh, at SNL Nerd Show on Twitter let us know what you think of the show and what we're doing here on the podcast we always enjoy hearing that and uh, yeah we'll be back next week we'll be talking about Fletch
0: Thank